Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. All right, we're back here. Uh, 402-464-5685. Cool Hand Luke says this uh, This might be the most unhappy happy hour ever. My spring ball optimism just went down the toilet. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. If he were to say Casey Thompson is our starting quarterback, I think I might have been just fine with literally everything else he said. Yeah. I think that re- that one really struck me. That really got me. Which is part? the is the the we're not ready to name a starting quarterback. This competition is going to go into the fall. Mm. I get it. You want to have a quarterback competition, but at the same time, this quarterback competition should not go into the fall. And that's what I was kind of saying earlier. I mean, what does it tell you? Um, Kidoba guy says this in response to Cool and Luke. Hey man, it's your fault for having spring ball optimism to start with. <laughs> Come on, text five. It's kind of what I was saying earlier with with VJ. Uh, if the odd thing happens where Nebraska starting quarterback is Logan Smothers or anybody other than Casey Thompson, we kind of have an idea of of the talent that Casey Thompson brings to the field. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's say let's say Logan Smothers is the starting quarterback against Northwestern, and Casey Thompson's healthy; he's not hurting. Um, anyway. I'm fine with it. Like, like I'd be fine with Logan Smith as a quarterback. We know that kind of the we have an idea of what Casey Thompson would look like, so that should give you optimism with the back or with Logan Smothers and the other guys in that room. Mm-hmm. If they still if they feel like Logan Smothers gives them a better chance to win than Casey Thompson, then shoot, okay. Like let's see, I would, let's see Logan Smothers out there, baby. I would be 100 percent okay with Logan Smothers being a starting quarterback on opening day, but. Bringing in Casey Thompson as a one and a half year starter for yeah. a Power Five Division One school as prestigious as Texas makes me believe that's going to be the guy that you you now. If it was if it was like the third string quarterback out of Texas quarterback battle going into the fall, bet yeah. totally fine, whatever. But you've got a guy who started a season; he was injured; he was in and out of the lineup. Uh, you you brought in another transfer who was a backup at Florida State, you know, another Power Five school. But then you've got a guy who was a backup right here at Nebraska, mm-hmm. vying for that vying for that starting or that backup job. So, I I kind of view Logan Smothers and Chubba Purdy in in kind of the same light. I guess I have Logan a little bit higher. That might just be because he was he's been here. But Casey Thompson, I view as a step up from both of them. 
And that is because I've seen what he's able to do. I've seen him at his highest high, and I've seen him in some pretty bad games. And I know what he is able to do. I know what he gives you from an offensive standpoint, at least running the offense that Steve Sarkeesian was running at Texas last season. I don't know how that translates over to Mark Whipple's offense, but when he was slanging it down at Texas, the man could chuck a football with accuracy and with power. 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarah Heyman text line. Let's uh let's transition to Husker baseball here for the last uh oh fifteen or five minutes of this segment or so. Um Nebraska sweeps Ohio State on the road. They now move to twelve and fourteen overall and four and two in the Big Ten Conference. Remember, this is a team who's in a position now that they will have to win the conference to make the postseason play. To make the NCAA tournament a regional, they are going to have to win the conference and not regular season, but the actual conference tournament. Um, we we had a lot of discussions the last like couple weeks of when talking what's wrong with this team, what's what's kind of been their problem, and I kept telling Rico and, and all you guys that it's been they're not doing the little things right, like airs. They're they're booting the ball around the infield and they just aren't putting any offense together they're not being selfless at the plate they're almost they're most of the time not even taking the bat off their shoulder and they're just kind of giving up in that bat like things like that that we didn't have to worry about with last season's team well here's a perfect example and one of my favorite sayings is you can weather the the hits but you can limit the walks and errors if you limit the walks and errors you can weather the hits right for example nebraska two errors all weekend they commit two errors all weekend, one on Friday, one on Saturday, none on Sunday. Okay, for example, Friday's game, one error, allowed nine hits, won the game 5-3. to three. Saturday. I think they only had three earned runs. Mm-hmm. Saturday, one error committed by Nebraska, allowed seven hits, they won the game 10-5. to five. Sunday, no errors committed. Allowed eleven hits and won the game seven. I mean, yes, seventeen to five. But even if you're not seventeen to five, without the grand slam in the ninth, you're right. So, once again, it shows that that saying reigns true. You can weather the hits, but you can't weather the walks and errors and and the the mistakes that you make on your own and the and the the, the mistakes that you're able to control. For example, I mean, if you walk guys on first and second with one out or nobody out, then the, the Ohio State or, or your opponent can bunt the guy over, have a selfless at-bat, you got runners in sec- at second and third with, with less than two outs, you need a sacrifice fly to generate a run if you're on offense there. Mm-hmm. Things like that where it's not the bunt and the sack, the pop fly that hurts you, it's the two walks that you, you gave up. Or, gave or, up. or the one walk. And and things like that where it's it's either being a wall behind home plate and, and allowing a free 90 or making errors in the field and throwing it past the first baseman and once again, giving up the free 90 feet. It's those things, controlling the things that you can control. Baseball and softball are so is so much about controlling the things that you can control and allowing the other team to make mistakes or allowing the other team to um, kind of get jumpy and, and get a little too eager to make such a big play happen, and that's when you mess up. That is when you you commit errors. That's when, you, when you're trying to do too much, that's when everything can kind of go down the toilet in in baseball or softball as if if you're not pitching to contact if you're not letting your defense work if you're not um being selfless at the plate offensively then that's when 
um, you, you know what can kind of hit the fan. So, um, but no, Nebraska once again, two airs committed all weekend. They sweep Ohio State, and let's hope that this is a turning point. They walked the Buckeyes a total of eight times in three games and struck them out twenty-one times. There you go. That's what you got to do: limit so, limit their on-base potential, and when you can, don't even don't even allow the ball to get in play. So over, okay. So let's 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 figure this out. They so walked they, Ohio State the same amount of times, Billy. Andrews walked in the, in the first, first two, two games two against games. Rutgers. Um, so let's okay, let's put that into perspective here. So if they walked Ohio State eight times and they committed a total of two errors, that's ten free bases essentially that they gave up. Ten free bases, ten times that a guy, uh, and that's if you're playing perfect, you're gonna you're gonna finish a weekend, you know, zero mm-hmm. in both those categories. But that's ten free bases that you gave up, and you allowed a guy to get to first. And when he shouldn't have. Well, if you think about that, they played 27 innings. A total of 27 innings mm-hmm. over the course of three games. So when you put that into the ratio, that's a pretty good weekend. It's a solid weekend. It's a solid weekend. Like, once that again, may control be... the things you control. Do the little things right, and you're going to be on the winning side of a 5-3 to three ball game where you allowed more more hits than you actually hit for, but you, you weathered the hits... And you control the things that you can control. And Shea Shanneman had a good day on Friday. Um, we six and s- a third, six hits, one earned run, yeah. three walks, eight strikeouts. Uh, yeah, 106 pitches. Yeah. Once again, um, we, we talked about starting pitching, sometimes not being able to go deep enough into games. On uh, Friday, like you said, Shea Shanneman, six and a third. On Saturday, Cody Frank went four and a third. Tyler Martin went three and two thirds, and then mm-hmm. Braxton Bragg came in and finished it up. And then in uh, Sunday's game, you had Dawson McCarville go four, Jackson Jelkin, the uh, freshman from Bell West, go two, Ornelas uh, from Texas A&M went two, and then and then Benson comes in and cleans it up in the in the final. Honestly, Nebraska well. could have could have put up a lot more than seventeen runs on Sunday. They left thirteen. Of of all yeah. the games that they left people on base, they left thirteen on base on Sunday. They left nine yeah. on Friday and six on Saturday. Thirteen people left on base in a game in which you scored seventeen runs. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That is the most that is the the most solid game offensively that Nebraska has put together this season. Yeah, so the, and let's let's hope this is a turning point for for Nebraska baseball. They uh, return home this weekend and play Rutgers. So if you're Looking for something to do. Weather's supposed to be decent. Head on out to, to Hawks Field and watch some Nebraska baseball. They host Rutgers this weekend in a three-game series, Friday and then Saturday at 3.15 following the spring game, and then Sunday, I believe, at noon as well. So, all right, when we come back, we'll touch on uh, Husker softball and a couple of your final thoughts here on the Happy Hour.